What's going on, y'all? It's your girl, Let's Be Honest, coming to you every Wednesday on Let's Be Honest Podcast. Hey, y'all, y'all really, y'all know what? Y'all really showed out last week for the Effective Communication Podcast. I appreciate y'all, man. Obviously, y'all really want to work on communicating effectively, and that makes me so happy, and that makes me so freaking proud. This week, we definitely going to hop into some issues. Ladies, we definitely have to talk, and you know what? Man, you could really benefit off of this too. I ain't even gonna lie to you. You could really been off benefit off this topic. We really gonna hop into um, you know, having father issues and missing fathers, um, especially in the black community. I definitely wanna touch on that, man, because we have to do better as a community. And I was just telling someone the other day, like just, you know, doing the additional research on not having fathers in our life you know, or the the things that black women suffer or go through without having your father in your life is definitely different. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a sensitive topic, but it, it's a topic that definitely has to be discussed. I don't feel like it's talked about enough. And not only are women not, you know, men not, excuse me, not only are men not being in women, their daughter's lives, but, you know, men not being in their son's life, you know what I mean? And we don't, understand the importance of that i know i didn't understand the importance of it until i became an adult as always you know when you look at things from the adult perspective but i'm gonna hop into it we're gonna get right into it you guys as always please subscribe and like and pass me along to any of your friends i appreciate you guys coming back i'm telling y'all y'all showed out for effective communication so hopefully y'all show out for this hey let's hop into it let's be honest daddy issues Hey, y'all. Shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to y'all for holding on. I know definitely. Um, I think it's been a week. It's a week. I think it's been a week. It's been a week. Um, <laughs> I saw somebody out in the city this week and they looked at me and they said, I'm waiting on your podcast. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> y'all don't be having nothing else to do. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Listen, I be trying to get my life together and I'm not a like rushed person I can't stand for things to feel rushed I don't like to feel rushed um I am a straight like I like it this way type of person and so if I feel if I feel rushed or if I feel like it's not gonna be good I won't put it out so my content you know I'm saying in the words of Erica Badu I'm sensitive about my shit and I'm just not gonna put nothing out just to put nothing out you feel me so so it, sorry. Okay. She out now. Y'all can listen now. I'm definitely going to double take y'all and definitely drop two podcasts. But listen, if you are here, absolutely welcome, 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 man. This is definitely um a topic I struggle with as far as just really speaking about. Um, I have really had to get my mind together and wrapped around this particular podcast in order for me to even come with the heat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't come half-stepping. I'm not a half-stepping ass woman. So I wanted to make sure when I was speaking about this that I was coming from um, a genuine space, but also a clarity space as well. And I just didn't want to get on here just to get on here and talk because some people do that and that's just not me. So I appreciate um, the patience that I was given <laughs> and the time that I was able to to kind of get this wrapped up. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I started recording this episode like last week. And when I recorded it, I probably recorded maybe like 25, maybe 30 minutes. And I stopped just mid-sentence. And I was like, I'm not doing it because I just I'm not like a half-assed stepper. So, you know, 
But listen, <laughs> I um father issues. Father issues is daddy issues. Let me say that. Daddy issues um is definitely a topic, man. And um, like I said in the beginning, um, early in the podcast, is it, it doesn't get talked about enough. I feel like it slightly gets sweeped under the rug and the only time it really comes up is if if, if there's a group discussion and then you kind of deal with it and then you kind of move on. And so I really wanted to talk about this topic. Um, really, um, back at, man, 2020 boy, <laughs> 2020 coming through with the uppercut on y'all ass. Okay, they not playing. Listen, uh, first things first, before I even get started, they hopped into it. Definitely rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Um he was definitely a, a, a girl's dad. And I know, you know, social media definitely hashtag that. But um, he was definitely, you, you know what I'm saying, somebody huge in the industry. Um, really good guy. He died at 41. Um, had five, you know, championships. And then behind, he left four. Um, four, because I, I think his daughter passed away too. So he, I think he had three um, daughters left behind here as well. So that's definitely going to be hard. And it was crazy because I, as I was thinking about this topic before that even happened, when it happened, I'm like, damn, you know what I mean? The way his legacy was just kind of pushed out. And so, so for some people, you know, I play basketball. Um, I've all, I'm a, I'm a basketball girl. Like I'll sit up and watch basketball before I watch football. But, um, you know, it, it was, it was a it's sad time. And like I said, 2020 boy coming through with the uppercut on y'all ass, like, we ain't, they ain't playing at all, you know, but, you know, definitely rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Um, definitely sad to hear. And it, again, I think it gave me a little bit more motivation to really talk about um, daddy issues. And, and, and it's not just for women. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want men to see this topic and say, oh, that's not for me. Right. Because it definitely goes for my black men specifically. And I think that at the end of the day, we all um, have some type of daddy issues. And even if your father wasn't there, hell, you probably got mama issues too. And you just haven't recognized it yet, but you will one day. Um, if you don't, I'm probably here to help you look at that part. Um, and this isn't, you know, a podcast basking, basking, um, bashing fathers. This is really something to motivate and give somebody a push in the right direction and for you to see something different other than what you're always hearing. So, you know, kind of moving on to a happy note. One thing for sure, shout out to all the good dads, man. Like if you are, I mean, just going out of your way, going to games, making sure you're there doing homework, making sure they're good. They got clothes on their back. They getting fed. You are actively in their life, like shout out to you. You know what I'm saying? Cause ain't nobody else going to take care of your kid. Like you going to take care of your kid. And for a father, that means so much more, especially to a little girl. And I, and it's hard. Like it's hard for me. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm a woman, so I'm going to come from a woman's perspective. I'm not a man. I wish I had a man on the podcast to, to give me their perspective on what they felt like without having their father. Right. But um, I don't. So I can only really give from my perspective. And it's always I always say, like, I'm not a licensed professional. Y'all know this, but I'm really giving from my reality. I'm really giving from my mind frame, my my perspective of it. So forgive me, fellas. Um, but I'm definitely going to try to hit some nuggets um, that could definitely help y'all. And then maybe if you have children or you're planning to have children, you can kind of see um, where I'm going to go with this. All right. Um. I, I, I'm, I'm huffing and puffing. I don't know why. (laughs) 
I'm huffing and puffing, but it's crazy. All right, look. So I think more than anything, right? And I, I'm sure, I'm probably positive that I repeat myself a lot in my podcast because I mean what the fuck I say. Like, this is not fake for me. Like, me getting on here and giving y'all my energy and telling y'all how I feel. Like, this isn't fake for me. This is the life that I live. This is the shit that I, that I live by, that I abide by. Like, anybody who personally, personally knows me knows that this is not anything that I'm just, oh, she's just pulling shit out the air. She's just pulling shit out her ass. No, like, I'm really discussing this from my, from my life. And so I think with anything, and, and sometimes we forget about it. Right, because it's so simple just to go day to day and live. I think that we forget about the foundation of life. And I think that we forget about how to build foundation with people individually. And I speak about foundation and, and my my only example that I can always think about, because I'm going to get ready to build me a house. OK, daddy going to get me a house. So <laughs> when I think about building, I think about building a house. All right. And when you go and you look for your house, right, you're not going to. The, I mean, unless you want to, unless you in, you know, unless you're a realtor and you're looking, you're not going to the most like brink a dink area. You know, you're going to go where you will feel most safe. You're going to go where you know your house will fit right here in this lot and look amazing. You're going to go pick a specific lot where the dirt starts to know this is where I want my foundation to start. This is where I want to build my family. This is where I want to, you know what I'm saying, pass my house along. When you build foundations with people, you really have to think about the concept of what I want this to look like. And a lot, a lot of times, y'all know, it's the Texas boy, a lot of times, we forget about the foundation. We just hop into something. But what I wanted to make you very aware of is that the foundation really starts with you. So when you're thinking about building yourself or you're thinking about healing yourself or you're thinking about changing over some things for you to start, you know, looking into or being better at, you have to start with you. Y'all know I say that all the time, though. So again, it's a shit I, I, I abide by. I don't, this is not fake. This is not funky. This is what it is with Let's Be Honest. So, I had to take a step back and look at myself as a grown woman, as a 30-year-old woman um, with an eight-year-old daughter um, who who pretty much has it pretty good for herself, you know, has a lot going for herself. I had to look at the foundation of myself. I had to start at the root of all things, which was my father, which was my mother. And the foundation of who I was as an adult woman, again, came back from when it all started as I was, I was a kid, I was a child and I saw something, um, on YouTube and, um, watching this video and this guy was basically explaining it. And it was one of those, Ooh, moments. He basically explained that how you love is, um, basically what you, what you learned. So, so how, how, whatever you learned in your lifetime, that's how you're basically, that's, that's how you love it on people. So if you saw bullshit, you probably loving bullshit. If you saw shut down, you probably shutting down on bullshit. So it's like, whatever you may have experienced, that's originally how you're loving in your life right now. Okay. So when I speak about that and I, and I speak and I go back to foundation and I go back to starting with the father and I go back to where it all began. Um, when I, when I had to dig a little bit deeper within myself I realized that um, the three most fathers 
or or people who don't have fathers in their life. Um, it's either um, a fatherless dad, right? And the fatherless dad is pretty much the dad who is not consistent across the board. Like they're not there at all. Like they're just choosing. Like you have a mother, right? Because sometimes we know, man. I'm, I'm I'm about to I'm 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 getting around to the corner. You have those women who like I don't want you in your child's life. I don't know where those women lie. Y'all need to go to therapy because that's not good. But <laughs> you have those men who are just it, those children who don't have fathers at all. Like no type of good guidance, no type of like anything. Like you don't even want to be in your child's life. You have like the fatherless child. And then you have like the children who have a father and maybe the parents never got married. Right. And as they did not get married, of course, you know, the child is kind of going back and forth between the mom and the dad. And depending on whatever the situation may be, whether you're in the same city, whether you're in the same state, whether you're opposite and and totally polar different world, right? They're there. The father's there, but he's not there as he should be there. And don't get me wrong, because, again, I know for sure some men who are in the same city and and take care of business at the end of the day. Right. So just because, you know, the couple, they didn't get married doesn't mean that 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 man isn't there. He may not just be there as you would think that they would be there. You see what I'm saying? Or as a person should see them fit to being there. Um, And then so after you have the fatherless child and then, of course, you have just the the unmarried couple who aren't living in the same household. um, My last big thing, okay, is the men who are actually there in the household. All right. Now watch me step back. The men who are actually there in the household and as they're there in that household, just because they are there in the household does not mean that they're contributing to your life the way that you should be contributed to. But I'm also having like a little tactic in between that, too, because it's like, who has the fucking rule book? Who has a rule book on how to be a good parent, how not to be a good parent. Like, who has that? I think that we go through life and we learn that, right? And again, it goes back to those generational curses. You see everything happening prior to you. You talk and you see what's going on in your family dynamic and you see the history. It's really going to be up to you to say, I'm going to stop this because I don't want this going on in my family dynamic and ain't nobody got time for that, okay? We out here trying to heal and grow, okay? So I personally know people, personally know and I say this because I again personally know people who have had both parents in their life for over 30 years of them being together and that person still came out wouldn't she sorry 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 not sorry really like like real life and I think that some people can agree with that just because your parents are specifically there in your life does not mean that they did everything that they were supposed to do to make sure that you were okay you see what I'm saying because again it goes back to how you love right how you love someone right now is what you necessarily learned and who's again who's to say that hey this is the right way to love somebody hey just because your father was in the household does not mean that your father may have not beaten your mother you see what i'm saying just because your father was in the household does not mean that your father wasn't cheating on you know your mother or the opposite you know what i'm saying because it happens you feel me women could be abusive women could cheat women can do the same thing so this isn't a, a thing for me to really just talk about you know men 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 because it can happen on both sides right but i think that just because you have both parents does not mean that everything is copacetic in your life and you just a perfect little monster because it don't mean that. It don't mean that. There are things right now I can guarantee you people who who have both parents or maybe they even had a stepfather or whatever the case may be. 
may have been, you have that, but there are still certain things wrong with you. That's why I said I feel like, yes, it can come back. The narrative can come back to women and daddy issues, but I personally feel like everybody has daddy issues. There's just something. There's just something there. And even if you say, oh, I got a good dad, I'm sure as an adult, for some reason, and correct me if I'm wrong, for some odd reason, not odd, right? But maybe to me, it's odd. For some odd reasons, parents don't tell you shit until you become an adult. And I get it. Oh, you can't tell your children everything. I'm, I'm, I understand that part, right? But a lot of things I sit up and I listen to my mother say to me, and I'm like, why you ain't tell me that a long time ago? Like, why you ain't say that then? What's up? Like, help me out. I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I really don't understand. Like, what's the hold up or what's the thing on, on, Maybe some things. Yes, absolutely. You you don't want to say certain things around your children. Some may object. Right. But in my mind, I'm like, if you would have said this to me a long time ago, I probably wouldn't be in this space. Or maybe you would. Or maybe you wouldn't know better. Or maybe you would. So I, I think that it's a. I truly think that it's a. It's it's a doozy. It's a doozy. And <laughs> when I think about it, you know, it's it's genuinely it's 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 crazy because it doesn't matter it doesn't matter whether you have a father in your life or whether you don't. Depending on how that person was raised and what that person necessarily went through, it's really like a thing of can you acknowledge it now as an adult and understand that you have some wounds that you need to deal with and understand that your parents aren't perfect, understand that you aren't perfect and understand that you can change those things. As long as you start back at the foundation of your life, you can change those things. And if you're just choosing not to change those things, well, then that's on you. And it's cool. Whatever floats your boat. All right. So now that we've spoken about the fatherless dad, and so you know the definition of that, right? I think y'all already knew the definition of that. And then you have the couples that are, of course, not married, but the child is going back and forth. And then you, of course, you know, you have the fathers that are actually really in the life and even though they are in the life, it does not mean that they're doing everything specifically right to make sure that their child has the best upbringing or to make sure that their child is is not seeing things they're not supposed to see, right? And so I give um, a little background on me. Y'all know I don't care. Um, I always talk about my life and I will always talk about my life because um, that's how I help others. And in order for me to help someone else, That lemonade was good. In order for me <laughs> to help someone else, I feel like I have to speak about me. And a lot of where this podcast is coming from is because I do struggle with father issues. I do struggle with my dad not being um, a part of my life. I do struggle with um, my emotions sometimes and and having to <laughs> straighten up. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it is it's, it's an emotional thing. And I was triggered recently. Um, as far as feeling away about some things that happened with my father, and I realized that I need to, I need to digest this. I, I, I have to, I have to do this for myself, and if not for myself, for my daughter, so I can teach her the best route to go about it. And again, not to say that your children won't fall on their head, right? Because you have to let them do whatever they're supposed to do. But I want to make sure that I do everything in my power to make sure and say, hey, hey, hey. This is where I am. This is where I'm going to be. Okay. So I'm just letting you know. So a little bit of background about me specifically. Um, I was kind of in the middle as a kid. Like I was fatherless, but then of course my parents weren't together. 
And they got married at one point, but they ended up getting a divorce. My father actually went away to prison for a while. And so I didn't know. I, I didn't know him. Right. It's like I, I was a kid. I didn't really specifically know him like that. I didn't know him to say like, oh, that's my dad. All I knew was that he got out of prison and he had moved on with another woman. And as he had moved on with another woman. And again, this is what I'm seeing. Right. This is not anything that I've been told as I probably was maybe like eight or nine, seven, eight, nine. These are things that I'm seeing as I see him move on with his his life, <laughs> with his new wife and a new house and a three, four cars. I see my mother working hard to take care of responsibility and to make sure that we still got a good. Right. So. Um, again, I was in between fatherless and kind of unmarried. So I saw my father when it was most convenient for him. And I think that that to me, that's like a, a fatherless child because you you would think that you would want to see your child every day. But unfortunately, things happen. Adult life happens. And so you probably can't. So for him, it wasn't beneficial to him to see me every day, every other day, every other weekend. So he saw me when he saw me. And so there was a point in my life as I got older, I remember myself. I tell my mom this story now. I think in my head, the perception behind it was, um, Okay, me and my mother aren't getting along right now. She's sending me to go live with my dad. And I'm going to go live with him. I, can't, I don't even remember. I think it was maybe for like a year. <laughs> oh, man. Woo. I went in my mind. I'm like, I'm living with a man that I don't know. And I'm sitting here with a woman that I don't know because this was my stepmother at the time. So I'm really at this time and at this moment in my life, I'm like, I don't really know these people. And now I got to get accustomed to this. And I remember learning things about him and seeing things about his wife that I just, as a kid, was like, I'm straight. I'm going to tell y'all now, if y'all feel like y'all doing stuff in front of y'all kids and they don't recognize what's going on, you lying to yourself. Because at the end of the day, kids are super, super, super smart and they pay attention to everything. Okay. They are like little mockers. Like they mock and see. So can you imagine... (laughs) <laughs> how easy it is and how easy it is to 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 take whatever we're seeing, right? Oh, okay, I see them fighting all the time. This is normal. This is how you love. Oh, okay, my father left my 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 father left my mom to be with another woman. Okay, this is normal. Not saying that any like I'm not trying I get it. People break up, right? But I'm just pointing out the factors as to what you see, right? And so what I saw was Okay, fine. My dad was a breadwinner. He was going to work. I'm going to school. This woman, I think she worked uh, (laughs) as far as I can remember. But I remember not liking her. I remember not liking her because she had ways about her. And in my mind, it wasn't because my dad and my mom didn't work out. It was more so I don't like you as a person, as a kid, right? Kids know. They know what's up. So that happens. A big Fuganzi happens and I move out my father's house and I'm just like good because I ain't know that nigga no way that was in my head as a kid that's horrible <laughs> so <laughs> Ooh, Chile. so that happens and I did not realize until I really started going into therapy that that this man had a lot and had a hold on me and It was because he chose not to really be there. And to kind of go backwards too, the only reason why I moved in with him was because my mother forced him to take me. He he, he wasn't like, he called and was like, you want me to take, you want me to, you want me to take her? You want me to get her for you? That wasn't the case. My mother forced him to take me. So (laughs) she was tired of me. Hey mama. So, (laughs) so long story short for me, 
you know, it was like he was there, but he wasn't there at that point. And at that time that I lived with him, I think that after I lived with him, we definitely became even more distant. As I got older, I noticed that I got really, really close with my mother more so than I did with my father. And you would think that it would be opposite. Some people don't have their fathers in the household. And after they grow up and they become adults, your parents either figure it out or they've had their wisdom taken or they kind of understand like, oh, shoot, this is a kid. And I was gone out of their life for majority. You know what I'm saying? Of the time. So now I have to figure it out. And we don't realize, again, it wasn't until I went into therapy that I realized that my father had a hold on my heart. He had a hold on the way I functioned, the way I thought, the way that I loved somebody. Um, my toxic, my toxic um, issues that I would put on others, wanting them to be Superman, but it wasn't up to them to be Superman. And because initially in the first place, I wasn't always a communicator. I would just be a rah, rah, rah person. I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. So it wasn't until again, therapy that made me realize like, girl, you got some deep rooted issues. And a couple of months ago, I went to my therapist and she gave me some homework and I tried to do it. And as I tried to do it, it didn't work because <laughs> it's everybody's timing. And I say that to say that if you're physically, emotionally going through something, um, you know, with your father right now to kind of give it time and do it on your timing and understand that everything may not pan out. It's just like sometimes we look for closure and that the real closure is you closing the chapter book your goddamn self. Okay. Ain't no closure. You know what I'm saying? If you're able to get that closure, you're able to speak to somebody and you're able to have that conversation and you guys can come to a mutual agreement to say, Hey, this is what it is. I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry about that. Awesome. If a lot of times everybody don't give you that and that's okay because everybody's not supposed to give you that. There are lessons in life that you're supposed to learn good and bad. And once you learn them, you won't have to continue to repeat them, but y'all don't feel me. Listen, I'm going to rewind that back. Once you learn your lesson, you will stop feeling, you will stop seeing all of those things that that you're like, why does this continue to keep happening to me? Why do I continue to keep running into the same type of friendships? Why do I continue to keep running into the same type of relationships? Like everything will make sense. Once you learn your lesson, then you'll see it, period. So I guess for me, again, like I said, as a grown woman, um, you know, my father has three three children. I'm the only girl out of out of out of the three. And, you know, it was again, I was when I said I was triggered, I was triggered more so on a on a on a basis of my older brother called me and um my older brother's almost almost forty. And he called me and he said some things to me that let that let me know as a black woman, like he's still struggling with our father not being there. And it, it made me sad. It made me sad to know, and I'm damn near about to cry on my podcast. Y'all don't judge me. It made me sad to know that people are grown as adults and it's still other grown as adults who don't see that you have damaged a child. And now that I have my child, I am also self-conscious of the things that I say, the things that I do around her, the things that I allow her to see. Like there are just certain things that I am very territorial on when it comes to my child. And who's to say again, what is the right way and what is the wrong way? Right. But I think that there is this common ground when it comes to your children to be as proactive as possible. So you don't have to be reactive. You see what I'm saying? Like you don't have to come behind them and say, oh, no, 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 no. You're not supposed to 
do this. If you explain it to them in the beginning, and if you're there in the beginning, you don't have to worry about trying to heal them as an adult. You don't have to worry about those things. So for me, you know, like I said, it was a trigger for me and I, and I'm listening and I'm hearing and I'm like, damn, like, it sucks because, again, this grown-ass man is still struggling. And I know that there are still grown-ass, grown men out here that struggle with either their father not being there or their father half-assed being there or their father being there. And there are still some things that they aren't even willing to talk about nor discuss that is going to tell another woman that they may potentially fall in love with this. I'm still struggling with this because my father did this. Y'all not, y'all not hearing me. I need a ding. I need a clap. I need something. So it's like, if you aren't seeing it from that perspective, if you, if you think you hunky dory right now, I can guarantee you. And you know what? Like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, if it's not father issues, you may have mother issues. And I see that more so in the dynamic of the, the mother son dynamic more so than the father son, but that's a different podcast for a different day. But when it comes down to the statistics side of it. And I have definitely seen, um, I've, I've, I've seen it. I, not just with black families. I think that growing up in high school, I definitely had friends that was white, Hispanic, their fathers weren't there either, but I know that it's bigger for the black community. I can say it may be changing just a little bit, just a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But I think that just being able to, to, have that dynamic of the family still being together, like the family still wanting to stay together and not just for the children, but for both of you, for everybody, you know what I'm saying? So your children can see that. So the, the, the crazy part about it is once I did my research, cause y'all know, again, I have to do my research. I'm not coming on here just blabbing, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I just feel like Without a father being in one's life, the 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 rates of, you know, children basically dropping out of high school is definitely huge. Um, basically, kids abusing alcohol and drugs, huge. And again, I'm saying this and this is strictly for father, children who don't have fathers in their life. But even still with children having I'm telling you, I personally know people who have had both parents in their life and they still struggle. They still struggle. Whatever the parents did at that time and at that point in in, them, in that child's life, that child never outgrew that. That child has now been stuck with that. And if you are not self-conscious of your own self, if you are aware of who you are as a person, you will continue to struggle. You know what I'm saying? If you aren't trying to break that generational curse, then have at it. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, just because you have both parents doesn't make it. <laughs> okay. Okay, it doesn't make it right. So I, you know, I, let me catch my breath. <laughs> I, I say that and, 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 you know, again, this is a difficult topic. This is really a difficult topic and some people going to feel me, some people not. Again, it goes back to, you know, the foundation of things and, and how you have. And if you look at your current relationships, your friendships, whatever you have right now with people, if things are ending left and right or things are not always, it is something within you personally that you have to deal with. And that's going to be that's going to require you to go back to the foundation of where everything basically started. All right. So if you're working on oneself. And these are the things that I had to put into my life. 
and that I had to accomplish for my life and that I'm still working on to this day. I think that anybody who knows me will say, like, I know Brittany is working on her. I know Brittany is working. Like, it's it's only beneficial to start somewhere, okay? If you, again, decide to start tomorrow or you decide to start in the next three weeks, that's perfectly fine. Whatever you feel fit to do. But understand, you have to start somewhere because the more that you ignore, the more that it's not going to be beneficial to you. It's just going to hurt you. So a couple of ways that I have decided to cope and I've decided to look into things. And again, I'm not perfect, y'all. I'm really just telling y'all like these are things that I've honestly tried and I still work on them daily. But it's really at this point just being able to be honest about your relationship and your wounds that still exist with your father. Now, whether again, this person was not in your life or whether this person was like being honest about the actual dynamic relationship is where you have to physically start. Like there's nothing else. Like if you sitting up here like, oh, no, we good. We ain't got no issues. Oh, no, my daddy, this, my mother's this, my daughter. There is something that's within you that is still bothering you. And pictures and shit look great on the gram. But if you take a knife and you cut those pictures, you can honestly see like there are deeper things that you have to be able to to work on and you have to address. So being honest is always top of the list. That's what it is. You got to be honest. That's just that. And y'all know we talked about transparency. A lot of y'all hit me up after that podcast and was like, Brittany, I just think that you be honest. Okay. Um, A second thing that I definitely would tell you to work on when it comes to working on anything with yourself. And this is just not for people that have daddy issues, but basically self-blame. I talk to a lot of people and understand, and this is something that I really had, and I kind of understood this as, as, as a teenager, but you have to understand that you had nothing to do with their choices. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because they decided not to be there, fine. Just because they decided to be there and then they weren't the correct example for you, that had nothing to do with you. And self-blame could be huge. Like, what did I do? Like, maybe I didn't do this the right way. Or maybe if I would have did this, maybe it would be... Th- like, stop it. Because it's it's not it's not because of you. It's because of them. And whatever happened to them in their lifetime, whatever will happen to them in their lifetime, they're going to have to come back. Somebody's going to have to answer to something. And whether they do or not, that's not your business to know. Minding your business in 2020 is beneficial. Literally. For real, for real. So self-blame, I encourage you to stop it. Because it, it, again, it's not you. It had nothing to do with you. It's all self and about them. Okay? Um, I mean, I don't know how you can, how you can miss this, but reconnecting. Um, trying to reconnect and trying to get that closure. Um, again, sometimes you won't always get closure, but if you can reconnect with your father and you can have that conversation and they're willing to be open about it, then why not? Why not? Why not start over? I don't think that it's, it's difficult to start over unless you make it difficult to start over. Um, reconnecting is a thing and you, you, you never know, you, you never know where somebody else is in their life. And I find that communicating is very beneficial if y'all haven't figured it out yet, I don't know what else to tell y'all. Like, you got to open your mouth and you got to tell people how you feel. You cannot leave one to assume that you're okay. Because if 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 you're just like, okay, well, I'm not going to say anything about it. And then when, when they finally say something to you and then you blow up about it, you looking all crazy. Listen, like, reconnecting is good and reconnecting is beneficial. If that's what you're willing to do. Some people may say, I'm not willing to reconnect. I can tell you at this age in my life. And again, I tell y'all how I feel because it doesn't bother me. Like I'm very, 
I'm very secure in who I am as a person. So anybody taking anything and attempting to throw anything back in my face, it's fine. Where I am right now in my life, I, I, I would not want to reconnect with my father. I think that my father has made his choices. I think that he made those choices off of the brim of him. And I think that he just missed out on having an awesome daughter. And that is okay. And that is okay. And, and, and I was listening to Amanda Seals talk about on her podcast, being able to accept the fact that acceptance is really huge. And just being able to to understand like that person had to do what they had to do for them. It had nothing to do with you. So I just, you know, I say that openly to kind of just say, I'm not willing to reconnect. And so if you're one of those people who say, oh, it's all good. Like it is what it is. Am I open? I think that if a few years down the line happened and maybe things have changed and I'm married and, you know, I have more kids and he's willing to do that. Awesome. If not, like, I'm okay. You know what I mean? Like, you have to get to a point of accepting. Um, I think this is really more so big. The next point is really, really, really big for more so women. Um, But being able to look at the ways that um, we may have accepted um, basically like an unhealthy romantic relationship. Um, I know that we do that a lot, um, as far as women, because we are emotional creatures and sometimes we date, 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 date. And we like, God, like, when am I going to run into the right man? You know what I'm saying? But that mirror is real as hell. And if you're looking in the mirror and you're looking at yourself and if you continue to keep dating these same men, you got to be able to look at yourself and figure out what's up with you. That's that's just really how I look at it. Sometimes we try to fill voids. And I think that, again, this may not just pertain to women. Again, I'm coming from a woman's perspective because I'm a woman. But you have to look at it in the concept of like, have I been really filling voids all this time? Have I really been filling voids? And then I also think like, again, I know a woman, I, I, I personally know a woman who has her father in her life who did not have a choice but to just have her father. And there are still things that she struggles with within her life. And again, that may just be because she did not have her mother. You see what I mean? So everything is a domino effect, you guys. And everything is it's sad that the world that we live in, um, it, it, it works the way that it works, but only you can change it. And if you continue to see it and if you continue to feel it and if you continue to, to, to touch it, you can only be the best version of yourself and healing all things. Healing takes healing takes time. It's not going to be an overnight process. It will not be anything that you. Oh, ha! I'm healed because there are things that I've healed in my life. And then there are new things that open up and I'm like, well, damn, I thought I was done with that. So. Being able to to notice the voice that sometimes, ladies, that we can be feeling by not being able to have our father. If we did have our father, there are things that we just weren't supposed to see and we saw it anyways. All right. So that's it for me on daddy issues. Um, I definitely hope that I reach somebody, that I help somebody, that I was able to touch somebody's heart. Again, I'm not a licensed professional. I'm really just speaking from my heart and I'm just really talking from, from how I feel and where I stand. And hopefully you love it. As always, it's your girl, Let's Be Honest. Every freaking Wednesday, all Wednesday, all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you want to find me at, baby, I'm there. Stay tuned for next week's episode of Let's Be Honest. We in there.